What's up, everybody? Welcome to the very first episode of Laugh and Be Blessed with Jake Rubel. Did you hear those amazing vocals at that in that intro? Wow. I'm telling you guys, that was some smooth, smooth singing. Um, I'm going to be honest, that was me. And I know what you're thinking. This guy can sing. He's funny. He's got a podcast now, and he drives a nice Jeep Cherokee that his wife pays for. Is there anything this guy can't do? I know, guys. It's amazing. And I don't mean to just just hold all of this uh, on myself. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm talking like this because I didn't know how to start this podcast. So... I'm rambling. And I think it's okay. I think it's okay that I'm doing that. And I think because it's my podcast. Hey, here's the deal. You know, this is what happened. I looked at the landscape around me. I looked at everything that was going on in the world around me. I looked at the hatred and politics on both sides of it. I looked at, you know, this this presidential campaign and I looked at at this coronavirus and I looked at all this stuff that's going on around us and and all the fear that's happening and and everybody just not knowing who to turn to and what to do and I thought to myself, I said self, what can you do to help the world around you? And I said, you know what, self? Thank you for asking. And I think what I can do is start a podcast and contribute nothing to society. Because, guys, let's be honest. That's what I'm the best at. I'm really, really good about contributing nothing to society. Um, you know, I, I hey, I, I was hiding for so long as somebody who, hey, I can do something. And you know what? The thing is, is that... I just realized that if I just pull my Grateful Dead shirt over this big bushy beard and just realize that I have nothing to contribute, I'm going to be a lot happier. And I know what you're saying. I know. I get it. I know what you're saying to yourself right now. You're saying, hey, Jake, why you got to be like that, man? Huh? Why you got to put yourself down for you got a lot to offer. You're a good-looking cat. You're, you know, you got a wonderful wife and three great kids, huh? What what makes you think you have nothing to contribute? And you know what I say to you? Stop calling me. Maybe try texting next time so I can ignore that text. That's what I say. So welcome to the first episode of Laugh and Be Blessed. You know, the podcast where you just, you get to have fun and you get a laugh at me and you get a laugh at yourself and the wonderful guests that I'm going to have on this podcast. And we just get to have a doggone good time. You know, I'm excited. Let me tell you why I'm excited. I'm excited because this is probably the fourth or fifth podcast I've done. And none of them, except for one, has been successful. And the one that was successful, let me explain to you why it was successful. I was just a guest. Yeah, I, it, it's, a, it's, it's still going on. It's called Saturday Morning Rewind. Check out the website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com with Tim Nidell and Gary Lane. And sometimes Jake Rubel. 
We talk about cartoons and video games, guys. It's a good time. I have fun with it. I have a blast with it, okay? Um, We don't record as much. Hey, before that, I had a podcast called Stuck on the Heartland. It was a good time. It was with one of my best buddies, Zach Moore, and we had a great time doing it. We would interview really cool people like, uh, well, the last interview that I did was Kevin Eastman. Oh, and you're saying to yourself, the Kevin Eastman, Jake? And I'm saying to you, absolutely the Kevin Eastman. And then the rest of you are going, hey, who's that guy? And I'm saying to you, he created the Ninja Turtles. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that is. That's a pretty cool guy to talk to. And then, uh, you know, we talked to some other cool people, Tad Stones and, and uh, Mike Drucker and, and you know, just, just some fun people, just some fun-loving people. And that's what I'm about. That's what I'm about, guys, just having a good time, just, just having fun, you know? And um, if you hear some noises in the background, <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Uh, I live in a very crazy house. I do. You know, it's it's wild in here. I got three kids. Uh, there might be more in there, but uh, three of them I know is mine for sure. And then uh, and then you're like, how do you know? How do you know they're yours? Because I've seen their teeth. And if you've seen me and my teeth, you know that that's true. And I thought about getting my kids braces. I really did, um, but I never got braces. And like. I want my I want my kids to have a great life, but I don't want them to do like that much better than me. So I feel like if I don't get them braces, it's just going to hold them back enough to where I can I can, I can be a little bit better. You dig? That's where we're at. So I got three kids. You know they're running around, and then uh, I got four dogs. Why? Because dogs are cool, man. That's why they're fun. And then I got a mother-in-law. She's shuffling around in there somewhere. And it might sound like a little echoey in here. And that's because I'm recording this in my bedroom. And my bedroom is located in a garage. And uh, no, 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 not just a garage. I actually remodeled the entire garage to make it a sweet master bedroom. All right? I chose this life. All right? And, and, and you're like, whoa, dude, just heard you say your mother-in-law lives with you and that you live in a garage. So are you telling me that you live in your mother-in-law's garage? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I get why you would think that, but that's not exactly what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is I live with my wife, you know, and, and my, my mother-in-law li- also lives with my wife. So, you know, we kind of live together, but neither one of us pay bills. My wife pays the bills, you know? My mother-in-law, she chips in a little bit. And let's be honest, every now and then, I'll slide a little a little 20 or something, you know, across the table and say, hey, put that towards the water bill, you know? I want to chip in on the electric. I want to I wanna take care of some of them, them responsibilities, girl. You know what I'm saying? And she says, hey, you're a catch. Go buy yourself something pretty. And that's why I have the best Grateful Dead t-shirts in this land. So that's where I'm at. I'm having a good time, too, you know? I'm just doing this stand-up thing, and uh, it's a fun time, you know, being a stand-up comedian. And um, I guess we could talk a little bit about, <clears throat> excuse me, why, since this is the first episode, I guess I can talk to you guys a little bit about like what brought me into being a stand-up comedian. Because um, 
I know I did it like a little bit different than everybody else, at least like that I know of. I know there's some people like Sam Kinison who I'm nothing like, um, and even Pete Holmes kind of like had a s- kind of similar path. Let me, I, and I'm not putting myself on those guys' levels at all because I'm not. Uh, here, I'll just break it down for you. So, I was a preacher for about five years, and um, I don't regret it. You know, I really, I don't regret being being a preacher. I loved, I loved what I did. I loved the people that I was around. I love what I learned from it. I loved the people that I could help doing it. But a day came where I just realized that I wasn't really being true to myself. I wasn't being who I feel like I truly am, and um, because of that. I decided to kind of step back and and kind of look at the whole situation and figure out, you know, is this even, am I even religious? Like, do I even believe all of this? And and I'll be honest with you, I'm still not 100% on where I fall in that category. What I do know is that I try to be a good person. Um, I try to just move forward and, and always growing, always learning, um, <clears throat> and just trying to be the best best I can be. And to be honest, I just felt like what I was doing wasn't giving me that because I was depressed a lot. I was I was really upset a lot, and and uh, and I just figured that's not that's no way to live, and it's not fair to me. It's not fair to the people around me if I'm not being a hundred percent who I am. So I stepped out of that and started doing a lot of research. Started doing you know studying a lot of philosophy. Started um, just you know figuring out who I am, and I'm still figuring it out. But then I decided, you know what? I loved public speaking. I loved preaching. I loved getting up in front of a congregation and kind of like, you know, not just the speaking part, but I loved the behind the scenes. I loved working out a sermon. I loved working on a message and trying to put it together. And then the the fun part to me too was like, once I had this thing put together, once I had a sermon put together, and then I would go and I would, I'd be in front of, you know, there was a couple churches I would preach at, um, and then uh, uh, on a few occasions, I went into prisons and preached. And I think the fun part for me was that I'd have this outline of what to preach. And then once I got up and just started flowing, you know, like these ideas would come to me and these thoughts would come to me. And a lot of times they were funny thoughts. So then I would have everybody laughing and I would just, you know, while I'm trying to get my message out there, I'm, I'm learning to kind of read a room. You know, over those years of doing, I'm reading a room and Sometimes you kind of see people start falling asleep and and you want to bring them back or, or, or whatever, you know, because it's a church and church isn't always fun. So then, you know, I'd throw some jokes out and stuff like that. And that was like my favorite part. I love making everyone laugh while I was doing that. So I just decided, <clears throat> what if I do that? What if I just focus on, on, on the part I loved the most, which was connecting a room on a single thought or story and getting them to laugh and enjoy the moment, getting them to enjoy themselves in that moment. Like just having that thought uh, is what made me be like, okay, well, I'm just going to try stand up. And I went to an open mic. I had a really good time at that open mic. Um, I kind of messed up because my first open mic experience, I actually did really, really good. And I got a lot of praise for it. And a lot of people came up to me and patted me on the back. It was just like, oh man, that was so good. How long have you been doing comedy? You know, are you from out of town? And I was like, oh, this is my first open mic. Um, and I'm saying that to say this. I felt good about it. And I thought, oh, man, I got this. Like, I can do this. And then the next couple times, it was really good, too. And then I found out that the, the, the bar that I was going to to do open mic, they love comedy and they're super supportive. And 
yeah, I think some of my stuff was funny, but like going back and watching it now, it is like, oh my goodness, like it's rough. And then so the first time I bombed was horrible. Like the first time I got up and just could not make people laugh was a horrible feeling. But it's part of the process. We all do it. We all have to do it. So, you know, I just started doing stand-up, and I fell in love with it instantly. And um, I've been doing it for a while now, not a super long time. I'm still a newbie. I'm still the new guy in the scene. But I've met some great people. I've met. I've made a lot of new friends, um, and I'm I'm enjoying it so much. I don't. I honestly can't see me doing anything else. And you know, I was told my entire life, like, you should be a comedian. You should be a stand-up comedian. You should do this. But I just thought it was one of those things that people say. It was almost like the same thing as somebody's like, you should be an astronaut, or you should do this. You should do like, it's so unattainable. Like, there's no way I could do it. But then once I started thinking like locally, like, oh, man, I don't have to be, you know, uh, like George Carlin or anything like that. I could just kind of do my own thing here locally and see what happens. And it's been going great. I mean, it really has. I've, I've, I've been able to do uh, quite a f- few really fun and cool things since uh, since I started. You know, um, I'm in Indiana, so I'm in Bloomington, Indiana. That's kind of where the scene is for me. But I go to Indianapolis um, I actually just went to um, <clears throat> Louisville, Kentucky last night, and uh, that was a good time. I went down there. It was about a two, little over two-hour drive to do five minutes at an open mic, and uh, I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, that's crazy," but it's not. It's a classroom for me. You know, I have to do these things, and and getting out and and, and uh, going to these different locations and, and trying these different rooms and just meeting more people and more people. That's that's the game. Like that's it. That's what you have to do. I'm going to uh, Cincinnati next Tuesday. I'm excited about that. Um, probably the coolest thing so far since I've been doing stand-up, probably the coolest thing, and it might not be a big deal to some people, but I thought it was really cool. I went to Crackers Comedy Club in Indianapolis a couple weeks ago and did their open mic. And um, for one, I wanted to meet the more people in the, at the Indianapolis comedy scene because um, the people that I do know there, I, I like them a lot. They're, they're just, you know, the thing I like the most about comedians is that what you see is what you get. Like they're very upfront with you. So there is no hiding, you know, hidden agendas or anything like that, that I've noticed at least. I'm sure some people there are, any group of people that you get, that's going to be going on. But I've not witnessed it. I've not seen it. So, um, you know, I wanted to go up there and do it. So I go up and uh, it was a rough start for, for the comedians. Uh, honestly, like the room, it was a decent room. There was, you know, there was quite a few people in there, but they just was not laughing. And the host, you know, uh, he, uh, he even said something when it, before he got down, you know, uh, he was starting the show and he was just like, I, I, what's wrong with you guys? You know, did you guys get in a fight on the way here or something? And the next couple guys had, they struggled too. So I was super nervous going up, but I went up and, and, you know, I just gave it everything I had. And I actually had a really good set. You know, um, I feel like they kind of opened up. I, th- I think the guy before me, um, actually the two guys before me, I think really started to open them up. I think sometimes starting a show, it takes a couple comedians for them to really start opening up. And I, I think I just got lucky because the two guys before me did a really good job. Um, uh, and the couple guys before them was really, you know, just plowing the way for us all. So I got up and had a really good set. I felt like I watched the video afterwards and I was like, yeah, that, you know, that was okay. And then I found out afterwards that David Letterman was there. 
so that was really cool. Uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to him or, or anything like that. I don't think he really talked to hardly any uh, the comedians. Um, he uh, he did tell uh, Patrick Murray, who's a, a local comedian in Indianapolis, he told him that he had a good set. But um, I don't think Patrick realized who it was whenever it happened from what I read. I'm actually going to get him on here as a guest uh, pretty soon. He's uh, another huge Grateful Dead fan. Uh, so if you get two deadheads in the comedy scene, we're going to find each other. Just saying. So um, that was probably the coolest thing that happened. And then, you know, Guddy's Comedy Club in Greenwood is a place that I work at a lot that I really like. They gave me my first, um, I guess, you know, I, technically it wasn't headlining, but I ended up doing 30 minutes for him. Um, and they called me the headliner, but it was kind of like a local show that they'd set up. But I, I guess technically I headlined for them. I did 30 minutes, um, two nights in a row. So that was like my first club paid gig. Um, and it was a blast. I had so much fun doing it. And, you know, the thing is, is that I feel like I finally found what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's the thing that I love the most about this is I really feel like I found I found me, and I'm still finding me. And I know I, I know that sounds ridiculous, but anybody who really knows me and has known me for a while, I think that you can see it. You can see that I'm happier now. You can see that what I have going on is, is a lot different than than what I used to have going on. So, man, I'm having fun. You know, that's the biggest thing is I'm having a blast. I I did not do this thing right. Um, I didn't. You know, I'm I'm 33. I just turned 33. And I'm just getting started in comedy. But, you know, the thing is, is that I feel like it's I have to. I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I've, I've got to just give it everything that I have. I'm trying to do three or four mics a week. I'm trying to get on as many shows as possible, I'm trying to be a supporter to the whole local scene as much as possible, um, which isn't hard to do. Like, it's easy for me to be supportive to these guys because there's just some great, great comedians locally that I, I love. I mean, and that that's the thing is in the short amount of time that I've been doing this. I mean, I've really fallen in love with some of these, these people. Like they are just so wonderful, so encouraging, so great. Um, I'm, I'm just stoked to be a part of it. It's super cool. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think like, you know, to give you a little bit more insight on, on what's going on with it. Um, I quit a really, really good job to pursue it. And I know people say that I'm crazy for it. Cause I only did comedy for eight months, eight months. And I quit my sales job, and it was a good job. And I love my boss. I still love my boss. We're still friends. We still talk. But this is—I I threw myself in this 100%. And I, the only reason I can do that, and I don't recommend doing that for anyone, is because me and 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 Chia, my wife, we've worked very, very hard for years. You know, we've been together. We're celebrating 15 years together in September. We've worked very hard since we've been together to get us to a decent point. And yeah, we struggle, of course, but the thing is, is that, you know, she's, she's a nurse and she pays the bills, <laughs> you know, she's, she's, uh, whenever she graduated, she just kind of looked at me and she's like, all right, now it's your turn. Go, go find your dream. And, um, I did comedy for eight months and I was like, you know, if I'm really going to do this thing, I have to throw myself fully into it and commit to it a hundred percent. And that's what I've done. Now I drive, I do drive Uber, um, I drive Uber on the weekends, which definitely helps. I mean, I, I can pay a lot of the bills with that money. It's just, it's funnier if it sounds like I don't do anything at all. But, um, so I drive Uber, I do that. And then, you know, I do get paid to do comedy sometimes. So that definitely helps. Um, but this, this is a blast, man. I mean, it really is. I'm having so much fun doing it. And 
I, I feel like I should have said this earlier because we're about 20 minutes into it at this point, and, and hopefully you guys are still listening. But those of you that are still listening, I know you're still listening because you've been my biggest supporters this whole time. And you know who you are. There's there's quite a few of you, so I don't want to name everybody. But um, all of you that have been to every one of my shows, all of you that has bought merch from me already, all of you that has just donated time and money to this, and I am forever grateful for it because um, I'm able to do this, and I see like a future in it because of you guys, because you guys are coming out to support me. Because here's the thing, like... I get supporting your friend and and family, but at some point, if I'm not funny, you guys would have bailed on me by now, and you're still showing up to my shows, so thank you for that, and not just are you showing up to my shows, but you're showing up with more people each time, and I think, like, the, the, uh, it, it, well, it's just, it's amazing to me, it blows my mind, it lets, like, I got so much love for you guys just because of that, um, and this first podcast, this first episode here is like just me kind of setting the groundwork for what's to come. Yes, we're going to have fun. Yes, it's going to be funny. I'm going to have some comedians on here. And whenever you get multiple comedians in the same room, it's a good, it's the best time ever. And um, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be having a good time. I mean, the whole thing, laugh and be blessed, is what it means. Is is I feel the most blessed when I'm laughing and know that, you know, I... I get that I have a religious background, uh, and I'm not really religious now. And the whole be blessed thing, some people tie that in with well, blessings of God and whatnot. I don't really look at it like that. I just, I just, and that's cool if you do look at it like that. I have no problem with it. I'm just looking at it like the laughter is the blessing. Like again, going back to what I said at the beginning, with all this stuff going on, with the political uh, outrage, with um, you know the war on drugs and and the war on on. Um, you know what what people feel like is either the second amendment or we need to get get rid of guns and just all this stuff like with all this this issues and there's so many issues and 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 it's all real and I don't want to take away from it being real at all but my goal is not to talk about that stuff my goal is to get us away from that stuff not forever because those things are real and they do need to be dealt with but hey if I got you for 30 minutes let's talk for 30 minutes about some fun stuff let's tell some stories let's hang out you know let's and and I want to be that blessing to you for that amount of time. If I got you for three minutes or if I got you for an hour, however long it is, my goal in that short amount of time is to get you to just kind of mellow out, chill out with me, hang out and just have a good time. And, you know, all that stuff is still waiting for us. You know, whenever we walk out of the club, that stuff's still there. I get it. And that stuff has to be dealt with. And it's it's real situations and it's real issues and it's real problems. I can't do anything about that stuff. I really can't. But what I can do is have a good time, you know, with you guys for, for three to 30 minutes. Just have fun and, and be a blessing, you know? Um, and that's what I mean by laugh and be blessed. Like that's literally what all I'm saying is laugh and be blessed. It's not a religious thing. It's not a God thing. It's, it's a fun thing. You know, it's, it's, uh, I feel blessed when we're all laughing together. Laughter, I feel like is the best medicine and it is the best way for us to kind of just shut out everything else that's going on around us and just kind of just tune in a little bit to, to, uh, you know, just each other and just connect. And I know I sound hippie, hippie, right now, but there's a reason why I sound so hippie right now. Um, you know, I have hair past my shoulders and a big beard and I'm wearing a Grateful Dead t-shirt. Okay. So, uh, I am what I am, you know, Popeye style baby. So 
I think I'm probably going to end this here. Uh, a couple things that I want to just throw out is uh, follow me on social media. You can follow me at uh, at Indiana Ruble R U B L E on all social social media. So I'm on Instagram, TikTok. Um, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff at Indiana Ruble R U B L E. I do have a fan page on Facebook. It's called Jake Ruble's uh, Blessed Ones, I think is what it's called. But if you just type in Indiana Ruble, you're going to find it. Um, and that's what you guys are. You're the blessed ones, the blessed ones. You know, it's just uh, all of us, we're all blessed because we're having a good time. We're looking for fun. And, um, and I, I, that's what I want to bring, you know? So, yeah, go follow me on social media, all that stuff. Share. You know, share the stuff, share this, uh, like it, subscribe, all that stuff. <clears throat> and um, more than anything, though, support local comedy wherever you're at. You know, if you're if you're here in Indiana, support local comedy. If if you're in another state, another country, whatever, however you can support. And the best way to support local comedy is to go to a show. Honestly, just go to a show, pay to get in. Tip the comedians, you know, if there's a tip jar going around the bar or whatever, tip the comedians a couple bucks. It goes a long way. It really does. Just support local comedy, guys, because some of us, this is our dream. And it may look like, you know, we're just up there for five minutes or 10 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever we have. It may look like we're just up there just telling stories. But, you know, this is this is our dream for some of us. And you guys just kind of even like going online and sharing uh, a show that somebody has coming up or a meme that somebody has made or and just stuff like that. Every time you guys do that, it's helping us achieve our dream. So, you know, we're a huge community, all of us, like we're all in this together and let's just, let's just do this thing. Let's have fun with it. Let's, I'm excited. Honestly, I do have a couple comedians that I've already talked with that I think I'm probably going to get on, um, the show. Uh, I don't know who exactly yet, but there's a couple people who, who I'm going to have on here. Um, and it's we're just going to hang out. You know, we're going to hang out, we're going to talk about whatever we want. Whatever comes up comes up. So, um it's not going to be I, I don't cuss that often, you know, on these things. Um but guess what? I'm not going to tell the other communities that they can't cuss. And guess what? If it comes out, it comes out from them or me, whatever. I'm just telling you guys just a heads up. Um, this may not always be a clean show. I will be as clean as possible. And I, if you've seen me, any of my shows, you know that I, I don't, I just tell stories about me. So like, I'm not out of control or, or wild or anything like that, but just, you know, just a heads up. I'm, I'm going to be real this whole time and I'm going to let the comedians who ever come on with me, you know, they can be real too. So, um, yeah, that's where we're at right now. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. We're about 30 minutes in. It looks like 27 minutes in or something like that. So I'm going to wrap up. And, uh, again, thank you guys. Go follow me on social media, all that garbage that I had already said. And, um, I don't have an outro song. I did that sweet intro song that you guys loved so much. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was so stupid. I literally did it in like 30 seconds. Um, but Hey, whatever. It's fun. Okay. And it's a joke. Obviously, I'm not the best singer, and that's why I did it. So I don't have an outro song, so I'm going to do an outro song right now. Here it is. This is the debut <clears throat> of the outro song. You guys ready for this? Okay. Uh, b- before I do the outro song, I love you guys. Laugh and be blessed. Do-do-do-do-do-do. do 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 do